Thank you for listening to the Renovate Life Church of God's broadcast. Here's today's message from our pastor, James Demmel. And Moses said unto the Lord, well, how did he say unto the Lord? Because the Lord was looking him right in the eye. The Bible tells us he saw him face to face. And Moses said unto the Lord, see, thou sayest unto me, bring up these people. Thou hast not let me know whom I will send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name. And thou hast found grace in thy sight. Thir- Thirteen. Now therefore I pray thee, if I find grace in thy sight, shew me. Now thy way. Well, pastor, why are you saying shew me instead of show me? Because I don't know, but I love that word. Because my, my grandma, when she was older, she, when, she, when she was a younger lady, she'd wear a beehive hairdo. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Nobody has one today. They'd wear these big beehive hairdos and they'd have 375 bobby pins in them. Well, she got older and her hair had started to fall out and she had a smaller do, but baby, she always wore them pins and she'd put them in there and she would get to, the Spirit of God would come all over her. We're afraid of that today. The Spirit of God would come all over her. You know why we're afraid of that? Can I stop right here? The reason that we're afraid of that is we've seen so much fake and so much stupidity. Can I call it stupidity? That we don't know the real from the fake because we haven't been in the Bible enough to know discernment. Oh, I'm talking to you today. Listen, the Bible, that she, she would get, get to... To, to getting a little excited and she'd shake her head just a little and she'd grab a hold of the back of the pew and I was about seven, maybe eight, nine years old and I used to think, oh, here it, here it goes. Here it's going to happen. It's going to pop off any minute. And she would get to shaking and, and she'd be like, shoo, shoo. I'll never forget, shoo. You know, when people feel, feel the presence of God, they're saying, shoo. Listen, that term is, is an old, unused term. It, it means dis, disconnected, and what it really means is to show. Yeah, I, I, I love the understanding when you click on the word, all it says is an old, disconnected term because I can remember those old Pentecostal women in the back of the church, and they would get to praising God. And what they were saying with not even knowing what they were saying is, oh, show me your power, God. I feel your power all over me. I want you to touch me. I want you to transform me. I want you to move on me. And she would get to shaking that head around. Come on with me today. She would shake that head around and then bobby pins would shoot like F4 missiles out of her head. Kids were ducking all over the place and not a soul ever got hurt because God is powerful. He's mighty. He's wonderful. He's holy. He's righteous. You can act like I'm crazy all day long. But Moses said, show me your glory. Show me your power. Show me your might. Now there I pray thee, if I find grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee. And we got to know him. Now my friend, grace in thy sight and consider that this nation is thy people. See, Moses didn't pray just for himself because he lived under the understanding of the leader. 
And Moses did not have the luxury of just praying for himself. So when he prayed, show me your power, what he prayed is not only show me your power, God, but I said, here I am. I want these men to see your power. I want to see them to see who you are. I don't want them to see an experiment. I don't want them to see something that I've conjured. I want them to be shown your power because when I do, I know we're your nation. I get that we're your nation. They call us Israel, but I want my people to understand who you are I want my people to know who you are I want you to show me your power and I need to be there you need to be there we need to quit being afraid of God and get a hold of the real presence of God we need to pray God here I am I stand up under your power your word your way your leadership show me your power And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. For you have found grace in my sight. And I know thee by name. Moses knew that he knew him because he said, Moses, Moses. Exodus 33, 18. He said, I beseech thee, show me. Show me your glory. When the power of God gets all over you, it's like a shoo. There's, there's messages I preach that I feel the power of God, but I, I, it's like electric today for me. That's being plugged in a lock. You ever seen a cat that gets scared? That's how I feel. All bristled up. Is my hair going like this? Because I sure feel that way. Listen to verse 19. And I will make all my goodness pass before thee. He sees God face to face. He begins to talk to him. And Moses says, show me your power. <laughs> Moses says, show me your glory. And the Bible tells us that, Moses, that God speaks up and said, here I am, Moses. And I'm going to show you my goodness. I'm going to give it to you. Then I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on whom I will shew mercy upon. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Do you see that it all started with one moment? With one man. Listen, the Bible tells us that God calls men. Moses was called from the bulrush, but he had to accept the calling of God. When God spoke his name, he had to say, here I am. If you don't know the Lord, the Bible says it doesn't matter how good you are. You have to speak up and say, God, come into my life. Because he stops men at your free will. Listen, you may say, well, I don't feel anything when I pray. It's your free will stopping you because you've got to get beyond the veil. You've got to get to the place by yourself in a closed room session where you talk to God about all of your problems, your issue, your trauma, and your drama. The more that God responds to Moses, the more he's able to take care of his responsibility. Too many men are afraid to say, here I am. It's not that God's not looking for them. It's not that God's not calling their name. It's that they're not answering. You know, 
We used to have touch dial phones. I'm, I'm that old. You pick up the phone, rotary dial. And it would click. For, like if you clicked a seven, it would go. And you'd hear seven. It was like 14 minutes to dial a number because you was waiting on the. Just to say, Grandma, you on the other end? If you dialed one number wrong, you're there for 28 minutes, you ain't talked to nobody. God's dialing your number. All you got to do is pick up the phone. Here I am. When you call Grandma on the phone after dialing seven different digits and you've been there for an hour and 14 minutes, she said, here I am. The difference in you and God is God had the iPhone before it was invented. He created the cloud. And so the only thing it takes to link up to God, to link up to heaven is God, here I am. When we fail to come under God's covenant... The covenant that God has created to provide for us. When that happens, our marriage is in chaos. Our children are in chaos. The culture is in chaos. The society that we live in is in chaos. I'm not saying that women don't have responsibility today. But I am saying that God puts in his word that it's the man's job to set the pace. You're not hearing me, man. God's calling your name. The Bible tells us this. Moses took his tent outside away from all the other tents. And the Bible says that when Moses would pray, the pillar of the cloud... That guided them. Hear what I'm saying to you. They needed a pillar of God to guide them. They knew that pillar was God. But none of them had the audacity. To step up to the pillar and have a conversation. Except Moses. And Moses just made the arrangements. He didn't step up to the pillar neither. He made the arrangements and the Bible says that the pillar... Come and God talk to him face to face. Because he made the arrangements for a closed door session. But the verse always says that I read in your hearing. It also says. And it always says. That the people of Israel would gather. Just to watch. So what's God going to do in Moses' life today? Huh. What's our leader going to come out and tell us now? Because he's had a closed door session with God. What's going to happen? And they were good with gathering. They were good with hearing what the leader had to say. They were good with the leader experiencing the power, the glory, the majesty, the face-to-face session with God. But they didn't want no part of it. I'm here to tell you today. Don't become looking at my tent. 
get your own. When we get our own tents, men, you talk about the, the doors of renovate life blowing off this place. I'm telling you right now, we won't be, we won't be making arrangements to build. We'll be building. Are you hearing me? They didn't go into the tent. God didn't talk to them. They were comfortable. But every day, from the first day, you know, how did Moses get to where he was at? The Bible said he was walking up a mountain. No doubtedly, he had walked past that bush a thousand times. And here's the second thing that I didn't tell you. How many times did Moses walk past a bush that was burning? Well, pastor, what do you mean? It was the desert. There was bushes that burned all the time. But this bush was different. He was walking in the middle of the desert and he thought, Oh, the mesquite bush is on fire again. Just kept right on walking because it's the desert. Where's it going to burn at? But this bush, the Bible says that he begins to walk past it. And he realizes there's something different. And the Bible said, when God seen that he turned aside, when God seen it, he said, what's up with this? He looked at it sideways. When he turned aside, he didn't turn around and say, wow, there's a bush. He said, what's up with that? I'm going to go ahead and move over here. The Bible said, when he turned aside, when he looked at it as he passed. Everybody agree? That's when God said, he said, if you can see my power, when my power is in play, then then I'm going to speak to you. And so Moses is walking by, he sees a bush, that's not abnormal. We would say, in Ohio, if you walk out and there's an oak tree on fire, body alert, the fire department. But Moses didn't have that, he didn't care about that. The Bible says that he, he saw that stuff all the time in the middle of the desert, but all of a sudden he notices, he sees, he says, what's up? This bush does not burn and when he turned aside the bible says that that god said moses moses now what we have to understand about this and do you know that there's multiple current occurrences in the bible where god begins to speak someone's name oh i'll show them to you and he always speaks it twice except for one time in the bible the bible says that samuel was a little boy Oh, I, I don't have time to go there. Listen. He looks at the bush. It's not consumed. And the Bible tells us that when he sees the bush, he says, Moses, Moses. And the second time that he hears the word, the Bible says that Moses spoke up and said, Here I am, Lord. Think about what I'm saying. There was nobody else around. He was out in the middle of the desert. There's this bush on fire, but he notices that the bush isn't burned up. It's almost as if the fire is around the bush, but not on the bush. And he says, here I am, Lord. He actually just said, here I am, but he knew it was the Lord. From that day forward, it was just a man. Now watch me here. God started him in the Nile River. When he was just a boy and he protected him because that was the salvation of the people was upon his breast, the Bible said. But he still had to say, here I am. This, this man had all of the understanding of the greatest military might of the time, Egypt. He knew infrastructure. He, he knew how to take care of financial problems. He, God had set him up because he knew that he would lead a whole nation. 
How many times did he pass the same bush without it on fire? Before he said, here I am, Lord. Have you ever seen those movies where they take somebody and they're a baby and it goes real fast and they're suddenly an adult? And in all this, your eyes are seeing the kid and your, your eyes are trying to catch up as it's moving fast. They go from little kid to toddler to... And then man. It's almost like God just went... And he stands before a group of men. He gives them God's leadership initiative. These men. It was just one man. But God had such a huge plan if he just said, here I am. And Moses said, here I am. And it affected, it infected the whole nation. God's calling you, men. And all you have to do is say, here I am, Lord. It's not hard. What's hard is what comes after. Because you begin to make a spiritual change and your flesh man does not want to do that. And it's a constant push and a constant pull. I want to be what God made me to be. Paul said, I want to do what's right, but I always find myself doing what is wrong. One of the greatest apostles of the Bible. i got to show you this and then I'm going to close. Constantly, every day, Moses was saying, here I am. You can hear God for yourself, men. And when you hear God for yourself, he speaks to your mind, he speaks to your thought, he speaks to your problem, he speaks to your circumstances. Why? Because Satan wars against the mind. God, when he begins to speak to you, he speaks to your mind. When you understand the power of God and you say, here I am, that process of your mind being all over the place begins to shut down. There, there's a, an effect that happens and you begin to get this peaceful notion that comes over you and you don't have to worry anymore you don't have to be afraid all you have to do is say here I am man I'm telling you today the Bible says that God met with Moses face to face the Bible says in Psalms 103 7 he made known his ways to Moses his acts to the children of Israel I've got to tell you this one last thing he made his ways known to Moses and his his acts to the children of Israel. There's a great understanding to be had here. Israel. The nation got to see what God did. The Bible tells us that Moses got to know where God was going. Why? Because he said here I am. He got in closed door session. This man started on the back side of a desert. Unemployed, working for his father-in-law. He felt like he didn't know which way was up. You ever been there? Some of you are there right now. If we could get men to pursue, here I am. Their attitude would change their altitude. They would go up. We find our circumstances changing. We would find that, that everything around us would not be falling apart. The culture wouldn't be falling apart. Uh, men wouldn't be abandoning their children. The, the, the marriage wouldn't be falling apart. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you speak to God and He answers. 
Lord, help me. I want you men to start declaring, here I am, Lord. Because he wants to answer back. Some of the greatest men in the Bible started with here I am. Genesis 22, 11, and an angel of the Lord called unto him out of, the hev- out of the heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. You understand that when something is stated twice, it's very important in the Israeli culture. He was important to God. Abraham, Abraham, here I am. Genesis 46 and 7, and God spake unto Israel in the vision of the night and said, Jacob, changed his name right there. Jacob, Jacob, God spoke to Israel. But the moment he spoke everything about his situation. Oh, I don't think you get it. I need a sermon series. He said, and God spake unto Israel in a vision of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. I'm in a a church with a bunch of Catholics. (laughs) And he said, here I am. Exodus 3, 4, and when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. 1 Samuel 3 and 4, and the Lord called Samuel and he answered, here I am. And the Lord called yet again Samuel and he, Samuel rose and went to Eli and he said, here I am. For thou didst call me and he answered, I called not, my son, lie down. And the Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for thou didst call me. And he, Eli perceived that it was the Lord, and he said, Son, go lay down. It's a big, long verse, but the Bible says that Eli's, his, his eyesight was growing dim. He had become lazy, and God was raising someone new up. And the Bible says that Eli knew enough to know that God was speaking to him. You know why? Because Eli had been spoke to by God before. So he said, young man, go lay down. And the Bible tells us that as he laid down, that, that he said, if, if, if you hear that again, say, Lord, hear am I. And the Bible says that one of the greatest prophets of the Bible, that night God called him and he said, Lord here I am. I want you to understand men, when you begin to call on the Lord all you got to say is here I am. Now watch. Isaiah 6 and 8, and I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and whom will go before us? And he said, I am here. This is Jeremiah the prophet, or Isaiah the prophet, and Acts 9, 10. And there was a certain disciple of Damascus named Ananias, and he, he himself, the Lord, in a vision, Ananias, he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. Isaiah 58 and 9. You want to know what happens when you say, Here I am, Lord? Thou shalt call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee thy yoke, but put forth thy finger and speak vanity, and if thou draw out the soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall the light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday, and the Lord shall guide thee continually. Here, this is verse 58, Isaiah 58. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy the soul in drought and make fat thy bones. Some of us have got fat bones. And make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a water garden and like a spring of water whose water fails not. That's the spirit of God all over you. Isaiah 58 and 12. And they shall be of the... 
of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the path to dwell in. He said, I'm going to fix Rumkey. What you saying, Pastor? And they said, and they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. It was their dump. And the Bible says that God said that I shall raise up the foundations of many generations. And I shall be called the repairer of the breach. The restorer of the path to dwell in. I'm going to tell you right now there is no way that you can live in the dump. Unless God gets a hold of it and transforms the very ground under it. But God said I will restore everything that is wrong with your area, with your land, with your position. I will transform you. All you got to say is, here I am. When you say, here I am, if you'll come to the piano, God says, here I am. Isaiah 58 says that. And they shall call on the Lord, and he shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and thou shalt say, here I am. And God will speak up and say, here I am. When you speak to God, God will speak to you. We got to get back to the place, Lord, men, where we're saying, Lord, here I am. Saying, here I am, Lord, will change your perspective and your perception. Now, watch, because I'm closing this whole series. When you're saying, Lord, here I am, what you're saying is, Lord, you own it. It's yours. I take full responsibility for what you give me because everything that I have, I'm giving you. I'm giving you divine authority. When you come into my life, I'm getting divine relationship. I'm getting the eternal power of God. When God is answering your prayer, when God is intervening in your circumstances, when God is reaching people that you never thought could be reached, it's because you said, here I am. God, be close to me. Show me your glory. Show me your power. I'm busy at work. I don't have time. We've got to stop making excuses. Because I know a God that said, I will cover you. I will direct you. I will manage you. I will listen to you. I will have relationship with you. I am calling all men. Take your stand under the wisdom of God today. So the men that you know can see what a real man of God looks like. What I am closing with today is man. Where are you at? Thank you for joining us today. If this message has uplifted you, we would love to hear your story. Go to www.renovatelifecog.com and click contact. Your testimonies are a blessing to us throughout the week. Renovate Life is a place of healing for the lost, the broken, the weak, weary, and stray.